This is Miller's Edge on Tide With Christian Miller, two-time national champion and team captain for the Alabama Crimson Tide and former Carolina Panther and his father, Corey Miller, the pastor of pain, a nine-year NFL veteran with the New York Giants and University of South Carolina Hall of Famer, this is the Miller's Edge. coming back the t-town a showdown of the sec west and i believe winners going to take off that's my opinion we're glad to be back a fresh week to break down this game for you a lot of excitement happening in title town we'll get to it on the show today hope you had a great weekend a great morning a great day if you're in in the uh, eastern coast time as i should say uh where i'm at back in columbia at alex english former denver nugget great his golf event beautiful day in columbia 85 degrees and and boy what a great day to be outside that's where i'm hanging christian miller two-time national champions hanging out in tuscaloosa justin jones those boys in t-town i'll be back on thursday for uh our event at you know what we're gonna do we're gonna eat some wings we're gonna talk some football midtown village you know, we'll tell you about it. Let Christian do all that. He'll tell you about that in just a moment. But I'll be back there to uh, meet and greet folks and get you ready for LSU. Christian Miller, a uh, great, uh, great Monday. It's a great day to, to really get this game going because it's the biggest game of the week in college football. Alabama after the week off, LSU having a week off. I think that's the norm, right? Before this game anyway, it's always about leading up to this ball game, but uh, Alabama needing to uh, have some get back, right? They need some get back after last year, a two-point conversion, basically knocking Alabama out of the college football playoffs as we look at how things ended. Uh, they're looking to pay back Jane Daniels and the Bayou Bengals. So we'll talk about that. Take your phone calls, 205-342-9904. Of course, you can download the app, listen to us everywhere you go. And also, you can send questions in. Or if you're at your office, you don't want your boss to see you on the phone, just go to your little computer or your smartphone and just send us a question, a thought right there just to get it to us on the program. Justin Jones, Christian Miller, how are we doing on a lovely Monday? Doing great, but let me go back real quick. Did you say you have another golf event? Yeah, this is the last one of the year. Uh, I feel like you've said that probably the past two events. Like, oh, yeah, it's the last one. You, I forgot about this one. It's amazing how you find all these tournaments to play in. Like, get really no, I don't, I don't I, find them. They find me. You oh, know, yeah. I don't I'm sure they, yeah, because you're the, you know, the most 
impressive golfer there is out there. I, no, I, 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 no, I'm, I'm, I, I just played seven holes. I took a break because it's slow. I came up here at the clubhouse to do the show. Uh, my team is probably going to miss me the next hour, but it's playing slow, so I'll miss three or four holes because I said, well, we played five holes in an hour and a half. It's extremely slow, but, um, you know, we're doing pretty good. We're doing pretty good. I'm, I'm putting and chipping pretty good. I got two dudes that could bomb off the tee boxes, best ball, so captain's choice. And yeah, um, you know what I did last night? I went to the function. I don't know if you're probably too young to remember. Artist Gilmore. You know, Bass, this, I took a picture with him. Some people want a picture of me and him. Like, I'm wide, and he's like 7'5". I mean, the dude made me look like I was a, a kid. I took a picture with basketball players that are that tall. Because they make me look like a, a small, like, you know, short, stumpy guy. So I got to send you all that I picture. Mean, because it, it's just awesome. You said he's how, how tall is this guy? He's about seven. I'm telling you, I was looking up like I was looking into the clouds at him. Like, you know, a little kid looks up at a big, you know, like you, when you're a little baby, you're looking yeah. up at somebody. That's the difference. I mean, he's at least a foot, almost a foot taller than me. It seems that way. Dang. Just you look, let's Google, Google artist Gilmore. You'll see what I'm talking about. Did you try to go one on one with him? I mean, you got you got uh, a lot of pride now. I know you're talking about how tall he is, but you... you no, 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 no. If he came down, he don't want to smoke. He do not want to smoke See, because I, I I'm an athlete. He, you know, I got that quickness. You know, I can get to the rack, man. I can get to the rack and wait, finish. Wait, wait. You have or you had? Past, past tense. Or present tense. I, I was going past. To I, was, I don't know if you still got that quickness, man. I don't know if it's... I ain't right. got no quickness. <laughs> I don't have any hops. It's sad to think all that stuff leaves you. You'll know. You'll figure it out one day. I mean, you were dunking a few years ago. I think Chase just. I was dunking. It. I was dunking up until my mid forties. Yeah, that's that's true. You actually, yeah, that's true. I mean, that's still impressive. Though. I'll give you that because you you're what six three. Or yeah, six, well, six, two, I'm, or six, I've three. been over a little bit now because my posture probably six two and a half. But yeah, I, I mean, you, Christian, tell you, I was dunking the basketball at ease in my middle forties. No, that's what I was going to say. That's impressive for somebody like 6'2". It'd be different if you're like 6'5". I mean, that's almost expected. But 6'2", 6'3", still dunking in the mid-40s. That, that, that was impressive. I'll give you that because you also still weren't like, you know, playing size at that point, too. I mean, you still were, you know, a little bit heavier. I was 285. Get up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. That's impressive. Um, I'll give you that. I mean, I, I'll say this. I, I, got, I feel like I got longer <laughs> arms than you. And I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm curious to see if I end up putting on weight like that. Cause I mean, I'm, nah, you you don't uh, put on the weight because you like see you like eating like, like grass and and um you eat grass and nah, I do not know, eat like I lettuce do not eat like that. You, <laughs> no, I, I know I so eat, I eat macaroni and cheese and all the cobbler, uh, cobblers and banana all that stuff. I just you know you ain't got to worry about it. Uh, I don't know. I I feel like I'm the opposite. I feel like I lose weight like once I but when I'm not playing and I'm not really focused on trying to get like gain weight or gain muscle. I feel like I just naturally. I don't know. I, you always said I had the high metabolism to slow down, but I feel like it's still hey, well, still up there. I, I'm telling you, yeah. when I hit 40, things everything's it's like you know <laughs> a, we call a jaybreak on an 18. Well, <laughs> everything just like uh, anatomy, everything just like okay, what happened? You know what I mean? So it's like you wake up one day and be like. But, so it'll get there. You're well, 27. Not, you got a long time. But you still can grow. Get I was about big. to say. Yeah, you still. I'm, I'm not looking forward to that. I, I turned 55 last week, so 
Um, I'm, I'm now staying at the 6-0, which is crazy to think about. But, um, yeah. Time but, flies, man. Time flies. But the good news is if you are dealing with any of that pain as you get older or just for whatever reason, make sure you head on over to the Good Feet store if you're dealing with any foot pain, knee pain, or back pain. Uh, just like the two of us, I know there's an age difference, but trust me, I deal with it. I know he deals with it. Go check them out. Go check out their premium art supports that are designed to eliminate and alleviate pain. I use them for all situations, whether it's on the golf course, doing work around my house, running in my neighborhood, uh, anything and everything you can think of. They do such a great job of fighting off that pain, getting you in balance. So go check those guys out at the Good Feet Store. They are our presenting sponsor. So I always want to say thank you to them and their support. But again, that's the Good Feet Store in Midtown Village. Or you can go to goodfeet.com. Again, that's Good Feet, improving the quality of people's lives two feet at a time. And if you still are in pain, you know, you need to get your neck uh, fixed or your back aligned, head on over to Spine and Sport Chiropractic, where they provide quality chiropractic services for chronic conditions, injuries, sports-related trauma, and more right here in the heart of West Alabama. Again, come and discover how this form of medicine can improve your overall health by addressing the original cause of your ailments instead of masking your pain. Dr. Brian McDonald and his team will get you right. Trust me, they've been taking care of me for years. Even after I left here, they take care of the football team. They will get you feeling better than ever. You will feel brand new, so go check them out. Again, that's Spine and Sport Chiropractic right here in town. Or you can contact Dr. Brian McDonald and his team at 205-345-8102. Now, that being said, you're right. This is a big week, obviously. We've got LSU on our radar you know we've had you know a week off not really a week off always you know say a weekend off you know these guys practice all the way up until thursday so they had the weekend off guys probably rolling back into town yesterday um you know because they probably typically will have meetings like some type of meeting schedule that way it forces guys to get back into town on time if you tell them just to get back on monday for class there's gonna be some guys that aren't here for class on monday so i'm sure they had a meeting or something set up yesterday but guys are back in town they're starting the week. They're hitting the ground running. Today's Monday. You know, they'll, they'll, they probably introduced LSU last week, previewed them a little bit, um, also self-assessed and really focused on themselves. But they previewed LSU a little bit last week, but they'll basically reset this week and, and really get going. But I'm looking forward to this one. A lot of people are going to be talking about it. Like, I think you already said it. Game day is going to be here, right? They're going to be here. It's a 6.30 game or it's a late game, right? Am I getting that right? I need to pull it back up. I haven't seen it in a minute. Yeah, 6.30. And game day is here, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's a primetime game. It's every, all light, all eyes are going to be on this one, and rightfully so. Um, well, Noah, there you go. Thank you, Noah. 6.45. So it's going to be an evening game, primetime. I'm excited for it. I'll be honest. I'm excited for it. You know, the more I, I look at these two teams, this is going to be – this going to be – I know we circled Texas A&M thinking, hey, Texas A&M on the road is going to be the big one. Um, but the further along that, you know, we've seen LSU come, you know, I feel like, look, I mean, there's no denying it. They, they've got arguably one of the best quarterbacks in the country. They've got one of the best offenses in the country. Now, the defense, we'll talk about them in a little bit. But the offense, at least speaking on them, I mean, you look at Jaden Daniels, right? I mean, top quarterback in the SEC, one of the top in the country. I mean, this guy is playing some really good football, 2,500 yards passing, 25 touchdowns, only three interceptions, quarterback rating of 91.8, which is second, I believe. I think that is nationally. I mean, this guy's playing some really good football, really good athlete, runs their system extremely well. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I think this week is going to be on the defense, right? This is going to be a big challenge for the defense, which I think they're up for. Um, but it's going to be critical that our defense, you know, plays up to their standard the way they've been playing all season because this this offense right here is, you know, arguably one of the best in the country. 
It's not just, you know, they're not one dimensional, right? I mean, they're, they're mm-hmm. like top one or two in the SEC in both categories, passing and rushing the football, right? They, I mean, they're extremely effective. You got a quarterback who's athletic enough to make plays with his legs. They, they do a lot of, you know, zone read stuff, you know, RPOs, quarterback design runs. So, I mean, it, it, it's going to be a big challenge, but I think, um, you know, our defense prepared for it, but I'll be honest. It, this one, I think, is definitely going to be the, the, the toughest matchup. I'll go out and say it. I mean, I think it's going to be a tougher challenge than, than Texas and Texas A&M. What are your thoughts on that? Well, because it's a conference game. I, I think, you know, when you look at this matchup, um, you, you just talked about it. The LSU's offense is going to be the story versus Bama's defense. Uh, I think, you know, can, uh, you know, this defense of Alabama's been playing extraordinary. Have, have the, what it takes, I should say, to stop Jaden Daniels. I mean, and this is a guy that's a true dual threat quarterback. Uh, they have designed runs for him. He's great extending plays. He's great moving around in the pocket. He's a sharp shooter throwing the football down the field. And oh, by the way, they got some frisbee catching dogs. They got some receivers that can just flat out and go get it. They got some receivers that can get down the field, threaten you deep. They got the short intermediate routes. Uh, they got Taylor at the tight end position, the one who broke Alabama's heart last year. Uh, he's good at, at his position. They, they got backs that are run hard up the middle. Uh, you know, they'll, they, they gotta tackle well, get them on the ground. They're strong. Um, so yeah, this is going to be a huge game. Now, can Alabama win this game? Absolutely. Do I expect Alabama to win this game? Absolutely. Cause you got the X factor. The X factor is going to be the crowd. The X factor is going to be what a couple of weeks ago. How loud and proud they were against Tennessee, causing false starts, you know, pre-snap penalties. That's going to be a huge factor in this ball game. That Jane Daniels can't change plays, he can't. The line can't hear the cadence. That the, the the fan base is going to be crucial in this ball game. I think it balances out. I mean, you said it. The offense, one of the best in the country, one of the best in the SEC. Um, against Bama's defense, one of the best in the SEC. Bama's offense. I know you said it's going to be the defense, and I agree. But the, to me, Jalen Miro and his offense and Tommy Reese, I'm going back there. Because if they can run the football, which they should be able to run the football against his defense, that keeps Jane Daniels on the sidelines. I talk about playing keep away. I talk about ball control, keeping that offense, high-powered, high-octane offense on the sidelines. Running the football, methodical, getting down the drives, keeping them sustainable, and scoring points. Touchdowns. You got to get touchdowns and not field goals. But I think the offense of Alabama is going to be crucial because they're going to need to score points. No, uh, excuse me, LSU is going to score points. They're going to put points on the board. I mean, you're not going to stop them all day. But they have to be good offensively, and I think they have to be good running the football. The defense of LSU has been atrocious. And, and they should maximize. So Tommy Reese had two weeks, Christian, to change, to, to self-evaluate this offense. I expect, I'll say it right now, I expect them to come out and do some things differently. I expect them to to have some more uh, wrinkles in their in their offensive play calling. I expect to see more Jayla Melro quarterback design runs. I think they're going to be different. And this is why the bye week is good for them because – the, the, the self-evaluation part of it. They need to really dig deep. I mean, it's the last four games. This is going to be an important, important game. Because I think if you win this, I think it's a winner-take-all. I really do. I think whoever wins this game 
wins the West. If we win this game, won't lose the rest the rest of the regular season. Alabama at Kentucky, they're going to win that game. They're going to beat Auburn. They're going to beat uh, Chattanooga. So, to, you know, LSU don't have a really hard schedule. They got A&M, I believe, and somebody else. I can't think of the other ones in the SEC. But, listen, this game right here is going to be a winner. It's going to be a winner. Alabama wins. going to be same thing for LSU. So, uh, you know, Georgia's going to win the East. I changed my mind on that. And Missouri's the only – I still think Missouri's a good team, but the way Georgia's playing right now, they look like they're getting better each and every week. So, um, with Alabama getting payback, they got everything working in their favor, Christian, to, to give them that momentum. They, they should be rested. They're getting guys back healthy. The defense is playing lights out. Um and I think the defensive front, too, of Alabama can win up front against uh, LSU's offensive line. I do. I think uh, I think they should have some success with Dallas Turner, Chris Braswell, uh, the interior of that defensive line, the linebackers lost on these guys. Campbell are playing great football. I mean, so secondary is going to be back healthy. Uh, Arnold will be back. He's been practicing with that concussion after the Tennessee game. So everybody's healthy. It's what you want. It's why you come to Alabama. It's why you play in the SEC for these types of games, and you get them at night, 6.45 Central Time in T-Town. Can't ask for anything more. I mean, I mean, if, if coach don't need to make a, a, a speech, there don't need to be no pep talk, right? Christian, I mean, this way you play. I mean, this game is where this is money game. For guys trying to get to the league, trying to get that paper, this is your money game right here because everybody in America is going to be watched, right? Hundred percent. I mean, we always see we always see this every year. You know what I'm saying? When these two teams play each other, I mean, if you look down, you know, two, three, four years, you look and see all the NFL talent that that was playing in these games and these big matchups. So yeah, no, you're right. This this is one of those money games. All the eyes are going to be there. All the scouts are going to be there. I mean, it's going to have probably a record number of uh, you know attendance and, and viewership and all that good stuff. But I'm looking forward to it again. I mean, this is a tale of you got a high-powered LSU offense versus a, a very elite defense in Alabama. And then on the other side, Alabama's, you know, you know, I wouldn't say average offense, but offense, you know, that's kind of coming along than LSU's, what I would definitely would call average defense. So it's, it's going to be an interesting game, and we're, we've got a lot to unpack uh, throughout the week. But we also yep. have a lot of phone calls to take. A lot of people are lining up. So we'll get, get to those guys. on the other side. We'll take your phone calls. We'll love taking it to the people. Our show sponsored by... Our good friends at the Good Feet Store. It's America's art support experts. Again, on our cigars, 2703 6th Street. Check out Reagan and Randy. They got some cigars left over. Matter of fact, they got a reorder. Uh, they have stocked them. And we're going to smoke cigars for this game, too. I want to see another cloud coming over Bryant Denny Stadium. That will be awesome about 11 o'clock Central Time in Tuscaloosa. Your phone calls after the break. This is the Bill's Edge. We're on the Tide. 100.9 is the home of Alabama. Crimson Tide was 12.30 a.m. WTBC. Back in a moment. This Alabama football. 
football season. And I want to tell you about my good friends over at Spine and Sport Chiropractic. Spine and Sport Chiropractic provides quality chiropractic services for chronic conditions, injuries, sports-related trauma, and more right here in the heart of West Alabama. Come and discover how this form of medicine can improve your overall health by addressing the original cause of your ailments instead of masking your pain. If you're in need of this type of relief, contact Dr. Brian McDonald and his team at 205-345-8102. Again, that's 205-345-8102. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly cloudy, breezy, and much colder today. Temperatures falling into the 50s this afternoon. The chance of some scattered light rain. Mostly cloudy tonight, below 44. Tomorrow, gradual clearing and very cool. The high at 56 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 61 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Chris, you probably know this song. Teeny shoes, white shoes. I just don't know what I'm gonna do. I definitely know this song. Come on now. You know the song? Really? Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> don't underestimate Everybody's me. crazy about a shop dressed man. Come on now. You know who sings the song? Everything. You know who sings the uh, song? Not off the top of my head. Who is it? Z, Z, top. Top. Uh, Am I right, yeah. Justin Jones? Correct. You're right. Yeah. Ding, That's ding, right. ding. Yeah, no, no, like, no. If you ever I play mean, a game like Name This Tune, I would win every time. Because my genre is so broad of music, I would win every time. So I don't know I, like, I like rock, right? I know that's more I know that, but, I mean, I, but this is way back 80s, right? In the eighties, so ZZ Top. I used to jam this. Well, my 1977 Monte Carlo that I drove to South Carolina. That I played. Five, I paid five hundred dollars for. That was my first car. I didn't have no uh, Charger, uh, Corvettes. And I had a 1977 orange, burnt orange Monte Carlo with some uh, mags on it. The Rams they used to call mags. I was. I thought I was everything. And my buddy painted my name on the on the door, and. Um, that was a mistake because I used to let Sterling Sharp, my teammate, use my car sometimes at night. And then I would got, he's been in all these apartments. We saw your car over there at so, so and so apartments. And I'm like, hey, but then I realized that I had my name on the door, so I couldn't lie. <laughs> but it was Sterling driving my car. So, so, you know, he was doing this thing. So anyway, that, that anyway, was just, uh, excuse. You just, you put it on your teammate. No, no, he'll tell you, he, he always borrowed my car. I was like a dummy because he was <laughs> letting him have it. And, you know, then I got accused of doing stuff that I wasn't doing. But anyway, 205-342-9904. Let's go to the people. Take some calls. Uh, let's go to Turner. I'm in South Carolina. He's in South Carolina as well. Turner, thanks for holding. Welcome in. What's up, guys? How are y'all, man? Man, we're doing great. I hope you're doing good. Doing well, man. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, y'all don't need to call them LSU. I, I call them LSU. Oh. That works, so too. Anytime I refer to them, I call them LSU. But uh, anyway, uh, I do agree uh, with you, Corey, that yeah, the offense is going to have to keep Daniels off the field. But 
Christian, I agree with you too. You know, the defense is if they play like they did the whole game second half against Tennessee, they'll be the LSU. Agreed. That's what we we, we so, need the second uh, half performances that we've seen from this team, but. I mean, look, the reason I'm I'm so adamant on the defense needing to play a big performance because when you look at this LSU offense, again, they, they lead the country in yards per game with at dang near 553 yards per game. Uh, and then there's a third-ranked passing offense with 339.9 yards per game through the air. And then, like I said, they're second in the SEC in rushing. So, I mean, they're highly right. effective, highly explosive. Um, you, you know, you just got to be prepared for it. Now, again... Alabama's arguably going to be the best defense that they've faced. And we've seen this before. You know, a team comes into a game with a very uh, highly effective offense and they play a, a defense like Alabama's and they look entirely different. But, look, I'm going to put it on the guys up front. The guys up front are the ones that are going to have to stop the run, but the guys up front are also going to have to get after the passer and contain Jaden Daniels. I think if you can make him one-dimensional, right, then get after him when he is dropping back to pass and make sure you're not allowing him to scramble which that thing that came up big last year. I mean, again, you got, you can't let this guy scramble for all those extra yards, especially on third and long. That's going to be a key down. Third and long, I think, is going to be key in this game. But I, I'm putting on the defense because, well, again, if the, we, no, go ahead. No, you know, and you're right. I, I've watched them, you know, during the season, and Daniels will scoot out, and he'll, you know, they'll have him like third and 15 or something, and, and he'll scramble, and no one will know it. You know, they're all covering guys tied up in blockers. And he's done got a first down. I mean, it, he's dangerous. Yep. So uh, I, I agree. But uh, I just wanted to call and say, hey, y'all, uh, first time caller. Um, and uh, Christian, I follow you on Instagram. I see where you've been in the woods um, hunting and fishing and turkey hunting. Um, you know, so uh, if you ever want, if you ever want, if you ever back home in the spring and you want to go turkey hunting, uh, I'll be glad to take you, my man. I'm always down to go uh, go after some gobblers. You got to, you got to, where, where at in South Carolina are you? So, well, I live in Lexington, but I hunt out in Lee County. Okay. Well, you did me uh, then. North of Sumter. Yeah, he's he's near me in well, Lexington. I used to live in uh, Lexington uh, for a while. Matter of fact, off Middle okay. Springs Road. And um, oh yeah, I know. Lee County is, is down past Sumter. I go through that way when I go down to our beach house down in Paul's Island. So there's plenty of places to hunt down there. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm Bama Fan FC on Instagram, and I follow you. So, you know, if you ever want to give me a shout, give me a shout. But, guys, uh, I look forward to the game, and, and thanks for taking my call. I really appreciate it. Y'all have a fantastic day. Blessings to you, Turner. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you, Turner. Yeah, that's a good call. Uh, here in South Carolina, in my area, neck of the woods, Lexington. Yeah, we got a lot of we got a lot of Alabama fans in South Carolina. I feel like yeah, feel a, like ton, a ton, ton in Columbia. Actually, I see Tide tags, Tide flags, Tide bumper stickers everywhere here in South Carolina. It's crazy. I mean, it's probably everywhere in the country, but yeah, I mean, I definitely noticed it back home. But um, I mean, that just goes to show you. And when you hear Coach Saban talk about the brand, you know, this Alabama brand, that, that's why they feel so strongly about it. Because they're right. I mean, he you heard him say he was over in Italy getting roll tides and all type of stuff, man. It's, it's amazing how big the Alabama brand really is. I mean, I think that's why – I'm not trying to go down a whole different road, but I think that's why they're able to, even with all this NIL stuff, you you got to consider that, right? I mean, the money might not be what it would be at another school, so to speak, with all this 
crazy booster money, but you have to take into consideration that brand and how, how much significant is behind that A. But anyway, yeah, no, I just think that's cool that we got so many different people from all over. But let's head back out to the phones. I think we've got, let's see, who do we have next? Is it uh, Jeff? We've got Jeff from Tennessee. Jeff, Jeff, how are you this morning? How's it going, guys? Going well, Jeff. How are you? I'm not bad, not bad. Just uh, pretty, pretty good weekend for Will Levis. I, I think Will Levis is a good quarterback. Your comments. Was it a sixth-round pick? Uh, he's not as good as Price Too Short Young or it took Price too short, young six stars. When the NFL starts, only took Will
<laughs> I'm so confused. You know, the past couple of weeks he had been so relaxed and and just he just got on, he just got on his AA meetings. He was in there for a month, consecutive month. God, yes, he must have had a rough weekend. I don't know, I, but I'm shocked though. I thought he, I don't know. I mean, Will Levis did play good. He had four touchdown passes. No, he played great. Him. Yeah. That's one game. I, I, it, it, yeah, 100%. 100%. Oh, he, he, Bryce Young didn't have to get hit with a stray look. Bryce got his first win. Right? Panthers finally got a win. They did it again. CJ Stroud was number two pick. It's cool. Great. I mean, but keep Will Levis over there. I mean, like, good for Will Levis. I mean, Will Levis also probably, you know, has quite a Well, he's got a better team than the Panthers. He's got better not, players. He got Luke well, Hopkins on the outside. Panthers don't have anybody. Running the ball. That, got Derrick Henry. Got a better. Uh, so he got a better supporting cast, and and then and then Bryce Young. But kudos to Bryce. I would I did want to talk about it because I thought it was great to see him have that game winning drive to take his team down there. The guy took some shots, six sacks in the ball game. The offensive line is terrible. His left tackle is horrible. He's a first round pick out of NC State a couple of years ago. He's getting beat like a drum, and um, the kid just don't have a chance, man. I mean, he don't have a true number one wide receiver. You don't have a true running game. His offensive line is subpar. I mean, that's just the way it is. Uh, it's just, um, I don't know. Uh, but let's go back to this game real quick. Here's a, here's a dynamic duo, Christian. You ready for this? Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas Jr. of LSU. This is pretty impressive. Auburn did combined for 98 catches, 1,713 yards, and 20 touchdowns through eight games. So that's what I'm saying. The matchup. But we two first rounders at corners. Kool-Aid McKinstry, right? Terry on Arnold. I mean, so that matchup, that's why I said some money game for those guys. Kool-Aid, I know you got the chain, you got all that, you look good. This is the time right now for Kool-Aid. I wanna this is a Kool-Aid McKinstry game. Because if you go if you're a first rounder, you solidify that in this ball game. Because you're gonna get perhaps two of the best wide receivers in the country. So, but here's again, L- Alabama will defeat LSU if they can run the football. LSU is 84th in the country against the run. 84th. So they can't stop the run. You throw in Jalen Milrow, ability to run the football, quarterback design runs, ball control, play keep away, muddy the game up. I think Stephen M. Smith said muck, muck the game up. I say the game up. If they can do that, they're going to win the game. And that's what they got. We got to see the Alabama from the second half against Tennessee. So We, we definitely uh, do. But, here, but here, yeah. here's my thing, though. What I'm looking at, uh, we talk about LSU's defense, not really, you know, we'll call, we'll call them subpar, right? But they do have a guy named Harold Perkins uh, who's, you know, very talented, very athletic, very versatile. And they like to use him as a spy. They've, they've expanded his role this season. Last season, he definitely was a spy. He was very effective. Um, but I could see them implementing a, a, you know, a game plan to have him kind of all over, right? And just trying to almost, whether that's spying Milrow, bringing him late, we're doing a bunch of different things. Um, so I'll, I'll be looking out for that too. Cause I mean, just, just imagine if, if they kind of take away our ability of to really, you know what I mean? Like they really try to make things one dimensional or I don't know. I'm not saying one guy can really just change the whole, you know, game like that. But 
Um, that's something I'll also be looking at. But you're, you're right. I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm talking a whole bunch about the defense because I do feel like they're the number one factor in this game. But uh, the offense, I mean, definitely, they, they, they're going to have to, you know, be able to manage that game, right? They're going to have to play our game, which is, like you said, running the football, controlling time of possession, right, keeping it out of their hands. Um, and I think we'll be in good shape and be able to hit those shots like we've been able to do um, in recent games. So, look, like I said, I think it's a great challenge. The bye week gave us time to get guys a little bit healthier. You know, guys have been banged up. Um, and then you throw in the factor that this is another revenge slash redemption game at home. The atmosphere in Brian Denny has been nothing short of amazing. Uh, we just need to carry all that over. And it's a night game. Yeah. I'm feeling good about it. Now, I think it's going to be... It's going to be a tough one, a very tough one, but I'm feeling good about it. When we come back, I want to play a game called Better. And I'm going to look at each position group of both teams and say who's better. You know, so we'll look at offensive line of LSU versus the offensive line of Alabama and say who's better. We'll go through the position groups. We'll play that game after the timeout. We'll plus, uh, plus, excuse me, we'll take your phone calls, 205 342 04. Love to hear what you think. And when you go play a game on the road, Chris, you can tell you, locker rooms normally not that good on road games. They kind of small and weird. But what about going on the road and having your jewelry stolen? <laughs> That's what happened to the Buffaloes, the Colorado Buffaloes. I mean, this UCLA, beautiful campus, beautiful girls, just, I mean, nice people in shape to eat healthy. I mean, you don't think of thugs being out there in UCLA, but something happened in the locker room where, uh, you know, Shador and little boys wearing them thick diamond chains, well, gone. The watches, Rolexes they're sporting around, gone. We'll talk about that on the other side of the break as well. This is the Miller's Edge. Well, the Tide is 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports, 1230 AM, WTBC. Back in a moment. Hey, it's in Birmingham, Alabama. We are here treating patients from every generation across the United States and from around the world. We're here for the rookies and the dreamers trying to make a name for themselves. We are here for the achievers who are resilient and won't take no for an answer. We're here for the coaches, athletic trainers, and mentors who are shaping the next generation of legends. We are here for you, aggressively pursuing victory over injury. Learn more at andrewsportsmedicine.com. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. He did the monster man. The monster man. It was a graveyard smash. He did the man. It caught on in a flash. He did the man. He did the monster man. From my laboratory in the castle east. The bedroom where the vampires feast. The ghouls all came from their humble abode to get a jolt from my electro. They did the match. Welcome back to the Middle's Edge. Monday edition, the pastor paying Christian Miller, Justin Jones, Nora Alsay, also is hanging out behind the glass. I found this, uh, I was thinking what was Nick Saban's record after bye week? Uh, it's not overly impressive. But since 2008, he is 7-3. and three. 
after a bye week. So, I mean, I thought it might be a little bit better than that, but uh, 73 still isn't bad. It's 70%. Uh, he wins, so that's a pretty high percentage. So, uh, 73 after a bye week since 2008. 205-342-9904. All right. Who's better? Who's better? We're going to go through position groups, Christian, real quick. And you tell me which one is better. Offensive line of Alabama. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are we just going on? Are we saying statistically? Or are we saying? No, nah, like, no, I'm just saying your opinion who's better. Oh, man. But based on a seven, eight game sample size, who's better? What you seen out of both teams? Who's better? Right. Offensive line, I go first. <laughs> Offensive line, Alabama, LSU. I got to give the edge to LSU. Alabama's giving up way too many sacks, especially on the left side uh, with Caden Proctor. They haven't given him much help on that side. It's been a problem. Uh, teams have been wrecking Alabama's offense to a degree um, because of quick pressure coming off the left side. LSU, I wouldn't call them great, but they played with a lot of freshmen last year. Remember they, remember they had a ton of young players uh, start early last year. They struggled some, but they've now got plenty of, of experience. So I would give the edge to LSU versus the offensive line. Now, I think Alabama has two of the best players in Tyler Booker and J.C. Latham. But as a whole, I think LSU is better. I mean, I have to agree with that, unfortunately. I, 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 hate, I hate to do that, but again, I mean, you look at the numbers, I hate to bring the numbers in there. Because, uh, I mean, if I'm going off personnel, I mean, I like our guys, man. I mean, because, again, they, they play really good football at times. But the truth of the matter is they have struggled this season. They haven't played up to their full potential. That being said, LSU's only given up 17 sacks on the season. Alabama doubled that at 35, more than double, mm. right? So pass pro, obviously, you got to get the edge to LSU. And then um, you look at the, the bot snaps that we've had, and then – even the running game, um, you know, LSU is second in the SEC uh, in rushing, if not first. Depends on which statistic you're looking at exactly. Um, so you got to give them the edge there. So I'm with you. I got to go with LSU for the offensive line. Defensive line versus defensive line. Turner, Chris Braswell, the interior of Alabama has been playing lights out, harassing the quarterback, even when they're not getting sacks, they're getting pressure, they're getting hits, they're getting hurries. I like what they're doing. Uh, I give the edge to Alabama defensive line over LSU's defensive line. Absolutely. I got to go with Alabama. Russian defense, Alabama comes in at uh, just over, allowing just over 100 yards per game at around 108 yards per game. And um, just you just talk about the improvement that we've seen out of the defensive line uh, to this point in the season. Tim Keenan, I mean, led the team in tackles one week. You know, Tim Smith, Justin Aboigme, uh, who earned uh, – Defensive player of the week in SEC or defensive lineman of the week. Uh, one week, I mean, these guys have been playing some really good football. Uh, just their ability to be disruptive, uh, shutting down the run, controlling the line of scrimmage, but also getting after the passer, disrupting, you know, the quarterback and, and, and really making the quarterback uncomfortable, getting back there for some pressures and some sacks. Um, are we including, we're including edge guys in that, right? Yes or yeah, no? Yeah. We, yeah. All right, cool. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Then you throw in Braswell and, and Dallas Turner, who, I said to come into the season, I thought they'd be the best edge tandem in the country, which they very much are looking like that right now. So easily, I got to go with Alabama on that one. 
I don't make this faster because it's pretty. You see where this is trending, right? Alabama on defense at linebacker in the secondary safeties are better than LSU. Alabama over LSU. LSU is better than Alabama off the line, wide receiver, and here's the difference: Alabama wins two places on the offense. You know what that is? Tight end. They got more tight ends, even though uh, LSU has a good one. But in Taylor, running back room, better. Alabama. So Alabama does wait, win wait, two wait, position groups. Did you do – oh, wait, you're going to get to it. I was going to say, don't forget quarterback. I know. <laughs> I'm going there. I'm going there. I don't want to – I don't That's want a no-brainer. I mean, that's why I said I make this fast. LSU wins quarterback. They win wide receivers on offense. Alabama won – and they win offensive line. Alabama wins running back, and they win tight end on the offense. I think it's a sweep for Alabama on the defense. I'll make it that simple. That's fair. I mean, I, I got to agree. I mean, look, I mean, it's we got we got to be honest here. You're right. I, I agree with all those. I mean, I'm going to go with. Yeah, I guess the same on all, all those all those fronts. But again, I mean, with that being said, I mean, football is more than just looking at where things line up. And uh, I don't know, man. I mean, the, we've seen Jalen Miller do some some really good things. We saw him do some great things against Texas A&M. I mean, maybe he has another another coming out party like that. I mean, we'll see. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, for some reason, I just feel like this could be a really big game for us, even though you mentioned the record, you know, seven and three uh, coming out of bye weeks. For some reason, I'll be honest, we don't typically play our best ball coming out of bye weeks um, for whatever reason. Uh, we just we don't normally do that. Sometimes we have, but but I feel like more than more times than not, we don't. Uh, but I don't know. I, I think Alabama's going to play a really good game this week. I really do. And I, I think it all start, starts with really, if we can shut down Jaden Daniels in that offense, then I'm, I'm really feeling good about it. Well, let's be honest with you. They have every reason in the world to be excited and ready to go, right? Because everything is in front of them. Despite that second week loss to Texas, despite, you know, it's been a tell or two half of the time for this football team. They're sitting in prime position. You've got LSU at home. Now, this game is on the road. I would take LSU. But this game is at home. This game is at in your backyard. And you got everything to play for. This is it. This is your this is your season. This is this is it right here. I mean, you're gonna be favored. You're favored in this game. I think I saw what, six and a half, a touchdown. You're favored at home. Right? Against this team that you should win. And if you play your best football, it's a no-brainer. But I believe the defense will rise up to the challenge. I talked about Terry and Arnold. We're gonna get we're gonna really break this down. Because this wide receiver group of LSU is bad. They can't have mistakes in the secondary. They got to be T Rob has to get these boys ready to play. Okay? They can't have mistakes. They got to be Dane rushes with Jane Daniels because he has hurt so many teams. I go back to the Missouri game. They should have lost that game. They were down double digits. But Missouri let him hang around and Jane Daniels willed him, this football team to a victory. So rushing lanes and all, we're going to get into all this this week because it's going to be crucial. But how much did Alabama self-evaluate? How much are they going to change some things offensively to become a little bit more explosive? 
How much more of this playbook will Tommy Reese give Jalen Milrow? There's so many things. Can they get this running game going at? And this is a team they should be able to run the ball against. They're 84th nationally against stopping the run. So everything sets up for Alabama to win this game. But they can't be a two-half team. They got to play 60 minutes. They got to play like this means because this is their season. If they lose this game, yes, they still potentially Right? Because it'll be their first SEC loss. They still, LSU would have to lose again. And we, we talked about the scenarios, but they don't have a chance to get in the playoffs because no two-loss team, even if they win the SEC championship, I don't think they can get into the college football playoffs. This is how massive, Christian, this game is. And we'll talk a lot more this week about it. We'll get, we'll break it down a lot more in detail. Uh, and uh, get some guests on and all that good stuff because it's a huge game happening in Tuscaloosa. Christian, take us out. Definitely is a huge game, but that's what we always look forward to, the big ones, and this one definitely is a big one. But, again, want to remind everybody about Alumni Hall. Remember, they are located in Midtown Village, or you can go to alumnihall.com to shop the latest and greatest Crimson Tide apparel. Remember, it is officially licensed. They've got anything you can think of. That fall weather really is here. I've been talking about it, but it's here now. It's chilly today. I think it's probably around in the 60s. Go get your hoodies, your jackets, your coats, your hats, whatever you need. Alabama-related Alumni Hall has it for you. Again, they are in Midtown Village. Or go to alumnihall.com for the ultimate Crimson Tide fan shop. And also, Buffalo's Cafe. We will be back at Buffalo's Cafe this Friday, uh, kicking off game day weekend the right way again at Buffalo's Cafe in Midtown Village. But go check them out throughout the week. They've got uh, one, excuse me, weekday lunch specials, $9.99, includes a drink. Wednesdays, all-you-can-eat wings at Bash Night, $17.99. You can't beat it. The food is amazing. Burgers, tacos, all sorts of things. So go watch some football games over at Buffalo's Cafe. Check us out on Friday as we record our show live. And remember, always go check us out on YouTube as well at The Miller's Edge, where we host our extra show on Thursdays and also our post-game show on Saturdays. And we're going to be doing some more stuff. So, again, appreciate everybody tuning in as we kick this weekend off, or excuse me, kick this week off right, preparing for LSU. This has been a, a fun one on The Miller's Edge here on Tide, 100.9-1230 WTBC. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Roll Tide. You've been listening to the Miller's Edge, tackling sports daily. Are you tired of your shoes?